Welcome to the 52nd episode of the Invincibly Super Massive Comic Book Podcast of Stuff. I'm Tony Grode, Editor-in-Chief of ComicVine.com. And because this is episode new 52, and because Francis Manipal was on last week, we got Mr. Competitive Pants, Brian Bucciolato. Hi there. How you doing? I'm doing fine, but I feel like you're blaming me for being on the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't know. You, you you said you listened to the beginning of last week, so you probably heard. Yeah, well, I wanted to, I wanted to finish it, uh, but uh, deadlines being what they were, and the length of the uh, last one, I didn't get a chance to finish um, the podcast. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I I blamed you for um, for Francis not being on. You blame me? Yeah, didn't you hear that part? I don't recall. Uh, well, how far into it was it? I, like, I listened to over an hour of it. It was right at the very beginning. Oh, well, maybe I wasn't paying attention very well. So I, yeah, I guess not. When I, I said, yeah, did, sorry I haven't had you on before. But I was like, it was Brian's fault. He didn't want you on. Oh, yes, I do remember that. But I was probably paying more attention to what Francis said and less attention to what you say. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And let me, let's, just, let's just be clear. This is not just 52 podcast number 52 it's uh what is it eight for me i don't even know i can't keep track it's a lot yeah. you are you are you have the rain right now and again i want to apologize to everyone who was a faithful listener of this podcast that he keeps having to resort to uh bringing me on oh, i uh, thought you were gonna say for not being on lately no i just no i was on like a month ago I, I truly truly apologize that you have to listen to me again no pe- people like it you know that some do some but, people there's that one person who who likes to insult me on uh, on Comic Vine. I don't know if I've seen him. I forgot who that was. I don't know if he's maybe he's still around. Yeah, I forgot the name of the person. Well, we'll see if he. Well, I'm dedicating this podcast to that person. Okay, we'll see if he, he complains about you. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he does. <laughs> uh, so now you made me lose track of what I was going to say. Uh, you were going to say that we're not going to be talking about DC New 52 stuff in honor of it being the, the number 52 uh, podcast. Yeah, I mean, why talk about DC? I mean, they only you know, send you paychecks every month or how often? Well, I just, we don't have that much to say. I mean, you covered an awful lot with Francis, and I'm always you know blabbing about uh, DC stuff. So let's just give the, uh, the fans, both of them, a break. Yeah, we'll, we'll just talk about stuff. Since this is a podcast of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to say before that, that that Josh Vilkov guy was trying to catch up on you. He probably dropped off because he's so busy with his bunker business. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, all that stuff. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Now, I, I'm glad it's, it's it's coming out at Oni. So all those people who are like anti-digital, that they'll be able to, to check it out. It makes sense, though. I think, I think I'm going to uh, follow suit with my next project. Or do digital and then, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, yeah. It, it's it, I, I I do like the digital format. I think it's 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 convenient, especially um like like when uh Batman Beyond Kyle Higgins book. I like out. that too. I it, actually like that too. 
it comes out like on a, on a Friday night or whatever. So you know you can you can be at home. You can do it like a Saturday. You don't have to go out to the comics or you just like bloop. And then you, you know you can have it. Last issue, not this week's, but the one before. I, I read it on my phone because I was just like, all right, you know, I'm here. I got nothing to do. So it's it's easy. See. And then it and, does. And your cellular device allows you to do that. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. And and you know I I don't know if it's just because of the, the iPhone five it's a little bit bigger but with the guided viewing you know it's 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 not that small of a screen that you know you you know you can yeah, I've, I've actually read comics on it you know yeah. I've had I've had to read you know comic scripts or or lettering proofs on on uh, my phone before and you know it's not the best in the world but it works yeah so so there's that yeah all right so yeah last last week when France was on he he talked about he had literally just finished. I guess working on the Flash 25. We're not talking about Flash. We're not talking about that. So he 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 just finished that. So he talked about it. So there's really not much more to say about that. And then he talked a little bit about Detective. So uh, what's coming up in uh, when is Black Bat? That didn't come out this month, right? No, it it, it took I think schedule wise they took a month off to catch up. That's right. Oh. I think you mentioned it because I was like it's like wait a minute it's like I didn't miss that did I? Yeah. So seven will be out I guess in December. And so right like, now, um, nine is being issue nine is being worked on. So, yeah, so so for people who don't know, people should know, especially if they listen to this podcast. Right. What the, the black bat is. So the whole first arc was all about, you know, uh, trying to find the suitcase with the bomb. Right. And he found it. They they found it in, in a big way. Yes. And that's where it ended. So now it's like, what's going to happen next? Right. So we we had that that big cliffhanger that it's been leaving us hanging. I'm actually pretty proud of uh, issue seven because I, I did some sort of experimental type of comicry. Is that a word? Comicry. Sure, it is now. Yeah. Um. In in terms of uh, uh utilizing uh the medium in uh in an interesting way. So uh, I look forward to hearing people uh uh to hearing what people think of it. So hopefully they don't think it's uh, weird or. Anything. I mean, you know, not that there's enough people out there buying it that it makes a huge difference anyway. I'm very angry at the public. The, the public more. that's not buying it. Yeah. What the, what the F? I don't know, man. You're looking forward to hearing what people have to say, huh? Yeah, I was, I'm always interested. <laughs> I, I read I read the story. What are that you, was, are you never mind. No, because it's secrets, spoilers. I mean, about what, what you told me about the issue. Oh, I'm that, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yes, absolutely. See, yes. well, maybe what you have – I don't know what you could do. Like maybe – you're going to have to get a new banner soon, aren't you? Well, yeah. My, my other banner broke. So uh, I think I'm just, I'm just – yeah, I'm just waiting for uh, for Francis uh, to get some uh, Batman art. And, and instead of it just being like a – because the last one was just like a Flash one uh, with Foster – with a little bit with Foster. Um I want to get one that has, you know, the more all-encompassing with, with characters that I worked on. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Because if you know someone really didn't like Flash and they walk by your table and they're like, "Eh, that's a Flash." Yeah, and I also made the mistake of putting my name in the middle of the banner, and uh, at a lot of cons, it's, it's more difficult to see. So I will rectify that by putting my name at the top of the banner so people can actually see it from afar. Yeah, so that way they can say, "Oh, there's Brian." Yeah. And either run to you or run away. It seems like like ha- at least half the shows I-, I went to this year, I had all these people saying, "I didn't know you were here." So I don't know if there's some conspiracy to keep 
the information uh, from getting out to people that I am appearing at these shows, but uh, uh, that happened quite a bit. I don't know. I mean, what are you are you doing the whole social media thing and mm, announcing it? I'm also it? really bad. Well, you know, I'll tweet it, but like I'm just really bad at updating my site and all that other kind of stuff. You saw my my uh, laundry list. I showed you my laundry list of uh, things I have to write. Um, right now, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like I have ten things I got to write. You know, so and I got a son and uh, you know a cat. I got a cat who likes to. Immobilize me, and so you know it's not easy always. You got to figure out every day, like where you're going to take a picture of yourself. Well, yeah, and and I haven't even been keeping up on that. Like if you look at my Instagram, you know there's not enough pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I may I may go two or three days without a picture of me, and that's just not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of conventions, we should let people know this weekend. You will be at Long Beach Comic and Horror Con. That is correct. As will you. As as yeah, as will me. Uh, me as will me as will I. Yes. And I I, I believe Jen is going to be there. I would assume so. Yeah, she said she would. I like yeah. So she seemed excited last time I talked to her. So I think she will. She will well, be but there. She's she's an excitable sort. Yeah. Yeah. So. You. What are your plans? For, are you doing any panels? Or are you just manning your table? I don't think I'm doing any panels. Maybe that you know of. I haven't even looked. I don't even know what kind of panels or what's going on there. I, I don't usually do panels at Long Beach. I like the show. I just sit at the table and uh, you know I interact with the folk. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how they're going to have it. If they'll have it set up the same way as they did last year. It seems like it. I mean, it usually is. I don't know. Yeah, because the the I think it was the first year they they had it where Artist Alley was like kind of like in the middle in the the like towards the front, but then they they kind of mixed it up a bit. Yeah, the second year it was uh, a little further into the, uh, the into the space, but it was still center, but it was more a little bit more towards the back. Yeah. Then they always have that like wrestling ring. A wrestling ring. Well, they also had like a they had like a laser taggy thing last time. Yeah, kind of weird, but something for everyone. Hey, happy fun times! So people should definitely, should definitely go two days. What What do you think is is a good good amount for a show? I mean, do you like the two days, the three days, four days? It depends on the crowd. You know what I mean? Like I've been to, I've been to quite a number of shows this year, and and some of them were new, where they had a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they should not have had the Friday. Yeah. And I went to one in an unnamed location because I don't want to disparage anyone. That should have – it was a three-day show. It should have been a one-day show. Uh, it was Cricket City. Um, yeah. I guess it's hard for a new show. It's like you know, there's so many conventions nowadays, and I guess it's a matter of finding right. the well, right time and place. And Well, I mean here's the thing also is that you know, it's not like I am this amazing artist, so if you go to um, – you know, you go to a con and you commission me. You know, my commissions aren't that much money, but like, it's not like you're going to get like this amazing like Francis Manipal, uh, you know, high level uh, drawing. Like, I'm limited in what I could do, right? I, I do these commissions and I think they're okay. Are, but I the like real them. value is knowing who they're from, right? And you have to know who I am for it to matter. So a lot of these cons at the, in these new cities, they don't really, they're not keyed into. Um, the you know the world of comics, so they don't know me from you know Joe Schmo, 
So if your name is Joe Schmo and you're in Artist Alley and, you know, you're just, uh, uh, you know, a, a guy who does the con circuit and, and uh, is an amazing artist and make a living that way, I think, you know, you have the advantage in those shows because it's really not about uh, what your status is. It's, it's just about, hey, do I draw a pretty picture? Yeah, it was weird because at, at New York, um, you were sitting next to uh, Dr. James Tynan. Yep. And uh, he was doing his, his weird and crappy Batman sketches for, yes. a dollar, for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember there was this, this guy and his kid. He had no idea who James was, and he's just looking, and he goes, hey, you want a sketch? Like a weird – you know?" and so like for me, it's like – you know, it, it was a cool sketch, but because it was James drawing it, you know, that, that was – and it was only a dollar. The, the value is in knowing who, who you're getting it from. Yeah. So I, I just think it's, it's weird when – I mean it, it's great when, when people who aren't reading comics, if they go there and they take their kids to uh, give them that experience – and right. you know, it's like you, you see that at some of the shows where people just like, hey, let's let's go check this out. But then I I, I would imagine it'd be a little frustrating too, just these people walking by, flipping through your portfolio, and then right. Well, yeah, you, you get a lot of you know, what do you do? You know what I mean? And then or, or they say, hey, you know, they they look at the the stuff and they they start telling me what a great artist I am when they're looking at Francis's art, you know. <laughs> and I used to I used to correct everybody. I used to be like. Actually, you know what that is. You know, that's my my partner on on Flash, and 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 he's the art. You know, he's the artist. We co-write it, and I color. It. And you know, it's like falling on deaf ears because they don't really know the difference between the person who drew it, the person who colored it. You know what I mean? Uh, so uh, I can gauge pretty easily if this is somebody who is a comic person or not, or will be. And uh, so if they're, you know, if they, uh, if I know they're just just going to keep mosing on, they're not going to know. I'll be like, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for saying I'm a great artist, even though it wasn't me. Oh, well, you are an artist. No, I'm not Francis level though. I'll tell you that. But but you're also a a musical artist, which we Oof, we yes. found out last week. I'm also not on Francis's level uh, as a musical artist, and I've never even heard Francis sing. So that tells you how bad I am. So when are you gonna record your next song? Well, um, there's a good a good uh, a fan friend of mine. Uh, in Seattle, who uh, I'm not going to say his name because I didn't ask his permission, but uh, uh, he wants me to sing a Beatles song, so I got to find the time to do a Beatles song. Um, and by do a Beatles song, I mean wreck a Beatles song. And I don't mean wreck as in like, yo, you wrecked it, yo, you know. No, I mean like actually, literally, like destroy it in a bad way. And so you got to find the time. And I think like most Beatles songs are like under four minutes, and let's it's like, hey Jude. Right, and then uh, you know, like generally, uh, I think what I'll do is I'll do two takes. I'll do the first take so I can make sure and I I can get through the song, and then I'll I'll record the second one. So that just was something you do in your spare time. So this is like a like a phone app, right? It was the Voice app. Yeah, the TV show The Voice. Right. One day, just I just downloaded it and messed with it, and I was like, hey, call me maybe. Uh, people who, if anyone has listened to it, because I, I tweeted it, so I don't know if there's like there's seven of you actually listened to this horrible rendition of Call Me Maybe that I did. Um, uh, the reason why I did it is because uh, last year I tortured my friends like all summer and fall by singing that song over and over again, and they, you know, um, just catching people out there by, uh, you know, I'd be like, this is crazy, and they'd be like, what is? I'm like, I just met you. Or I'd say, you know, call me maybe, and I just would just torture them. So I did it for my friend uh, Juan, who uh, I dedicated the song to. Mm-hmm. 
Because I, I tortured him the most with it, to be honest with you. Okay. So. So instead of like Brian, you want him to call you maybe? No, he calls me Brian. Like, hey, maybe, let's go get a pizza. Well, that 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 sounds like I'm trying to be like Arrested Development because that's uh, the the girl in Arrested Development. Yeah. All right. Speaking of TV, have you heard the Flash news? Um, all I had heard is that he's you know he, they cast the the gentleman who's going to be Flash for uh, Arrow, and uh, you know I assume it's you know it's setting up for a spinoff, but that's all I've heard. Well, I guess the latest was so he he was going to be introduced, but now it looks like you know he was supposed to get his powers and everything like on, mm-hmm. on the show, and then they're going to you know spin it off. But now they're like you know we're not going to actually I think he's still going to get his powers in the show, but he's not going to get his costume on on Arrow because he's he's going to be on. I think he's introduced on December fourth. Where we'll we'll get to meet Barry Allen, but then it was supposed to be like the twentieth episode where he was going to have the costume. But they're like, let's save that costume for when he gets his own pilot, whenever that is. That makes sense. So there, so that I I think that's showing that they have that they, they believe in the idea in the concept. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the the uh, gentleman that they cast, uh, Grant Gustin. Mm-hmm. I, I watched I watched Glee, and uh, I I briefly uh, had a. A, a Twitter uh, conversation with him. He seems like a really cool dude. You know, I told him to read the Zero issue. He was reading a, a, all kinds of uh, Flash stuff, uh, and and he wanted to sort of uh, say uh, to Francis and I that uh, he really enjoyed our, our writing. And uh, I told him to read the, the Zero because uh, I felt that that was uh, one of the one of the better issues that we did. Now, what about? I guess we can't talk about it. I was gonna say there's also the the 25. This week's or this week, this month's issue. That's true, but you know, he probably he probably has already. Um, I'm sure some of those episodes, or at least one of them, has to have been shot already. I would think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess the the one for December. If, I mean, we'll have to see how far they go into it. Now, I don't really know. I'm 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 behind in this season, um, so I don't know if he's actually going to get his powers in when he first see him actually I got this I have the synopsis right here okay he's there's an impossible robbery at Queen Consolidated Applied Science Division so Central City Police Scientist Barry Allen comes to town there is a familiar case he, he teams up let's see Oliver blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, it doesn't sound like he's gonna maybe necessarily get his powers here unless he already has his powers I guess that's that's a weird thing. I don't know. I think they they should introduce him first and then give him the powers. What do you think? Um, I mean, if they're committed to the show, uh, I have no problem with with uh, them because you know it's tough. You, you have to sort of build up momentum. So so I think having him get his powers, uh, I don't have a problem with that. If he does that in Arrow and then they recap it when they do the the pilot, you know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I'm just I'm interested to see you know what little what little wrinkles that they use from our run you know like uh, obviously there's so much history to draw upon um, I just I'm really intrigued to see what uh, what version of him comes you know I'm sure it'll be an amalgam and I'm sure it'll be heavily slanted towards uh, um, you know at least uh, rebirth and on 
Yeah, I mean, and the, the nice thing about the show is, you know, they, they do little nods to, you know, things in the comics. So it, it's it's not like, you know, just a bunch of Hollywood execs saying, oh, let's just, you know, slap this together and, you know, do this and that. And so, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. And then they're, they're making a TV show for Our Man also. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear much beyond that. Yeah, I mean that's that's all there is. It you know, this, this dude that gets these powers, and I think he can like see things in the future, like an hour ahead, which I don't think he does that in the comics. But it's 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 weird that they're starting to do more comic book stuff on, on TV. I mean, well, look it, at that. Netflix just made that deal, right? They're doing Daredevil and two other uh, properties. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and Iron Man. Or not, I wish they would, I wish they would have let me. I, I wish they would have let me write the pilot for Daredevil. I would have loved to do that. Well, have they have they started it yet? I, I think I maybe they. No, well, this, this is a, they have a showrunner. There's somebody. Uh, it's uh, oh, I can't remember who the hell it was because I have a really bad memory. But yeah, there's a showrunner. So the guy, you know, it's already in. And besides, I'm nobody in the world of television. You, you, everyone's got to start somewhere. Right. I'm barely somebody in the world of comics. I'm I'm curious. Uh, shut up. I'm curious how much they uh. How much are they, they putting into these these shows? Because you know, by showing them on Netflix, I, I I still don't know how the whole Netflix thing works. You know, like these these original programming because you know there's no commercials, so they have to put up all this money for these shows. Or like when they did Arrested Development, or you know, they're they're doing like another season of The Killing. Yeah, but they also did um, that really really successful um, political one. Yeah, and, and, Orange, and Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So, but with all these shows, I mean, they're only making money from the subscribers. So, but I'm sure, I'm sure they make, I'm sure they find other ways to monetize it. Unless, unless they do like a DVD, like release it. Well, they're definitely doing. They definitely do DVDs. Uh, I can't imagine, like, because I think the the Kevin Spacey one already has a DVD, right? I'm not sure. I'm I, sure. I mean, it works. Obviously, they figured out a way, and it's it's making this this the uh, the Netflix stock. Uh, Go pretty high, right? I mean, it's, yeah. uh, so they're doing something right. It's an interesting and, idea. I, I don't know how I feel about like all because I think they're only doing thirteen episodes for the Marvel stuff. For like each 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 show is going to only have thirteen. Yeah, but that's c- cable. I mean, you know, let's be honest. C- uh, cable shows are better than network shows because network shows have to cater to uh, you know um, to being you know on free TV you mm-hmm. know, and, and all the limitations and. So a lot of times, what you get with with uh, network shows is sort of homogenized, less less uh, innovative shows. You know, think about it. Yeah, but how do you feel about all all the episodes being available at once? I love it. Binge watching is the way of the future. I guess. But then, but then you just have like, what if you don't have the time to sit there because you have I mean, a laundry list of comics well, you have to write? Well, what do you like? You know, like it's easier to binge watch or to watch on your own uh, schedule than it is to say, oh, at at eight o'clock on Sunday, I gotta be there. But that—that's why you can DVR it, you know. So you, you do have. So what's, so li- what's the difference? The difference is, you know how comic book people are. That there are going to be those people that as soon as they air them all, they're going to oh, watch. Spoilers. Yeah, they're going to watch everything, and they're going to talk about. Yeah, in episode twelve, Daredevil's head gets chopped off. Yeah, but you have to know that. But you have to know that, and and if you know, if you're. Sort of naive enough to think that you can operate on uh, on social media and not get spoilers, then I'm sorry that it got spoiled for you. Hey, so here's the thing uh, with Walking Dead. 
I I hadn't watched the last couple episodes until like, you didn't miss much. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't watch the last couple episodes of last season until like like August or something like that. Like right right before. Um, mm-hmm. maybe it was like September. No, 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 no. I take that back. I watched the final episode the the night the new season premiered at New York Comic Con. Okay. So I remember uh, me and Matt were in the hotel room like doing news stuff like that, and I was trying to upload cosplay pictures, and then they they were they showed the previous episodes. So I. You got to watch the last one. And I I did not I managed to avoid all the spoilers before that. I don't know how. But somehow I did. Yeah. Well. So you're not feeling this season of, of Walking Dead? Not at all. I'm actually quite disappointed. And I, and you know what? I'm a guy who wants to like stuff. I'm not. You know, it's there's a lot of genre people who are sort of uh, prone to hating. <laughs> That's not me. Um, I want to like stuff, and and I really like the previous seasons. But I feel like emotionally, um, they've left me sort of wanting because. Uh, after uh, Lori died, I just felt like uh, uh, they went down some paths that I found really uh, uninteresting, and and I have my issues with the governor, and uh, I don't give a damn about Carl. Um, so uh, in this in this season, it's like I don't know who who to care about at all. I just really don't like you know like like last season. Um, Rick just went wacko, and there was a bunch of episodes where he was like wacko Rick, and I was like, I'm not interested in this. You know, the only person that I, that I still like is you know is Daryl, and they would never in a million years, well maybe you know I guess I shouldn't say never, but the internet would probably combust if they killed Daryl. So, uh, see, I don't know. I I I was was expecting like Rick to die in the comics, like in issue 100. I was like, you know, what if they did that? You know, you had 100 issues with with Rick Grimes, kill him off, and then the next whatever 100 issues has someone else. And 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 since it's TV, you never know that you know it could come a point where it's like, you know, contract negotiations, and they're like, all right, you don't you don't want to sign, you're you're dead. Next episode. Yeah, no, it could happen. I just this season, there was one episode where literally it was like 12 scenes in a row, and this was the same. It was the same scene. It was. Character A is doing something related to survival. I'm cooking. I'm chopping wood. Uh, you know, whatever the thing is. Character A is doing something menial. Character B comes in. They have a disagreement. One of them gets emotional. Maybe both of them get emotional. Then that character B leaves, and then we push in on character A. And we go to the next scene. Like they're just so melodramatic, and like nothing happened for the entire episode <laughs> and i'm all about char- you know i'm all about the slow burn and slow development like i'm not one of these you know add you know get to the action that's not who i am so if you're boring me you did something fucking wrong well i don't know so i, I haven't watched I, this week's episode yet and now you got the governor in the mix and spoilers uh, man i said he's in the mix I didn't go. I didn't go into any details beyond that. I mean, uh, all I know is uh, last week's episode. He he was sitting outside, like watching. I'm I'm not a huge fan of the governor. I'm really not. I just feel like he's you know, I think they're making efforts to make to humanize him, but mm-hmm. he was su- he was such a cartoon bad guy in, in the last season that I feel like you have you're gonna have to go to go a long way to get me to even 
consider him not like this cartoonish villain hatching plans. I don't know. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to dislike it. I don't. I agree. I mean, I, I wasn't crazy about him on the show either. I was just like, eh. So, which, I mean, that that's part of the reason why I I didn't see the last couple episodes. Is you know, it wasn't like like oh, I have to watch these right away. And and then part of the reason why I didn't, the other part of the reason why I didn't is because then they were taken off of on demand. It's like they had some weird thing where they didn't have the last episodes. They they removed those, but they had the previous episodes. So I'm just like, yeah. all right. I'll. I'm one of those dudes who buy things on iTunes, so so I have it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't have that issue. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's, at the end of last season, you know, one one of the classic characters, obviously, who's been there from the beginning, dies, right? And it's supposed to be this emotional thing. But like everyone I know is like, yeah, finally, I'm so sick of this person. <laughs> like, you should you it, you sh- it shouldn't have that effect. You shouldn't be like, thank God you're dead because you really annoying the hell out of me. Like, you did something wrong with that character. Like, something went awry if you're cheering for that character to be dead. Now, now, what are your thoughts on a, a, a spinoff show? Hey, as long as it's got good writing, I'll watch it. I'm just like, like what could they really do with this? Um, they can do anything. I mean, you can put it, you can set it anywhere. You can take characters and spin them off like the, you know, like the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it would be like the Jeffersons. Jeffersons, but, uh, surviving zombies. Yeah, because you know the Jeffersons spent, spun out of uh, uh, Archie Bunker, Art, you know, uh, All in the Family. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff that was spun out of All in the Family, um, uh, so you can do it. You know, or or I had heard some rumors that it was a prequel. Yeah. Look, it's all about the writing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and okay, I'm sorry. It's not all about the writing. It's half about the writing and half about the casting. Like I, one of the things that uh, like you don't notice. That how important casting is until you watch a pilot or a season of you know a new a new show that sucks and you're like I don't care about anybody. Like a case in point, um, at, at the end you know you know when they were doing the end of Breaking Bad they no no, no I I'm so far behind in that. <laughs> hey hey let me finish I'm not spoiling anything. When they were airing the last eight episodes of Breaking Bad, uh, they introduced that no, that new show Low Winter Sun right. It's like corrupt cops. It's gritty. It's dark. Like anyone who knows me knows that, that that should be my steez. That should be something I would love. I watched the first four episodes, and I was bored to tears. Maybe it was and all about the fifth episode. The problem was was that, and I felt it was the casting. Like, I couldn't em- empathize with anybody. There's no one I cared about. Like, one of the reasons why Lost, I mean, Lost was written very well, but in hindsight, you could see all the, obviously, all the, the, the logic problems and all that kind of stuff. But the simple fact that they cast it with amazing people who you were instantly drawn uh, drawn into, you know, like that's one of the big reasons why it succeeded. It was half the writing, but it was that cast. Yeah. You know, they they tried to do a bunch of uh, lost shows afterwards, and they all failed. And I think they all failed partly because of the cast. That's yeah, too bad. Like, uh, um, there was a Alcatraz show. Jorge, what's it? Jorge Garcia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, if you caught any of that. But, I did not. Uh, I wanted to like that show, and then it just didn't make it. So I don't know. Yeah, but the whole thing with 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 the spinoff show, I mean, I, I it it was it's just weird. It, it would be like if they tried doing a spinoff Walking Dead comic. You know, if, if you don't have like Rick Grimes in there, and and if you do a prequel, 
I, I don't know. I, I guess I'd need more information. Like, you know, if, if they're going to do like before the zombie outbreak happens, like who wants to see that? Yeah, I mean, part of me thought that they were going to spin spin off the new show with Carol because of what happened like, uh, like two yeah. episodes ago. I, I figured maybe that's what they're doing, but I have no knowledge, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Probably, what, I mean, what, what they could do is take some like Daryl and spin him off. You know, because he, he, I think he, he's a strong enough character. That that would that would probably hurt the the main, the main show. show. Yeah, that that's the thing. But but he he could carry his own show. I don't know. We'll have. To. I guess we'll have to see. So I don't know. Time will tell. Now, are you watching Agents of Shield? To be honest with you, I only watched the first three episodes. I'm I'm my daughter loves the show. I mean, she she she's so excited about that show. But me, I'm just like I, I guess my problem is it's it's not a horrible show, but in a, in a lot of ways, it's it's just like a a, a regular spy show. It's like 24, but with uh, vaguely attached to uh, to the Marvel universe. Yeah, and, and keyword or emphasis on on vague. It's where you would think with with all the the Marvel Studios movies, and you know we we've had. We got Thor, we have the Hulk, you know, we got these big powered characters that they don't really touch on that in a show. I mean, it, it's usually like you have the, the villain of the week. A lot of times it's, it's some sort of tech, you know, attack or problem. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, and I, I, I totally get that, you know, they're not going to bring in all the big heavy hitters and, you know, they're not going to bring in the, the regular actors and, you know, you, you don't want to introduce a, a big super powered character that could potentially be in a movie later so it's, it's just it's, it's hard getting into it when you're, you're like this must be this big huge marvel universe but it doesn't feel like it and also the fact that you have this small squad of you know like five characters or whatever and the, the, the ass-kicking spy guy he didn't do anything for me yeah, he's just like I mean, he he is getting a little better. I mean, I I'll admit, you know, he they're they're giving him a little more personality, so it's it's not, you know, quite as robotic as he was before. And you know, they they are fleshing out the characters more, but yeah, I, I think know. what I'm just gonna do is I'm just gonna wait till the whole season's done so I can do my uh, binge watching, mm-hmm. and I'll probably like it more uh, once I'm able to just like move on to the next episode and sort of not sort of dwell uh, or obsess over the, the things I don't like about it. Yeah. Well, uh, this week's episode is tying into Thor The Dark World. Yeah. So a bit of a spoiler there. Not really, but they're, they're um, going to be dealing with the aftermath of the movie. So, I mean, something like that. It, it, it's kind of interesting. You know, I I think it it's not necessarily going to spoil the movie if you hadn't seen it, but it's something like that, you know. If there's gonna be a huge thing that happens in a in a Marvel universe, we we should see more about it. But, me, but you, you can't really you can't hold the rest of the viewing public hostage. No, but but it, it's just this 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 small little group. I mean, they just feel so isolated. It's like like what is nothing going on in in, in the world? But, yeah, that, but you know what? This is I'm not one to defend you know a show that I'm you know lukewarm about, but. In comics, you have to do that anyway. There's 17 books of Wolverine in it. There's 175 books of Batman in it, and you have to suspend disbelief that you know that uh, that one that they can do all these things you know in one lifetime, and two that the, all the other 
hundreds and hundreds of heroes uh, wouldn't be called in to solve this, you know, uh, world crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, you sort of have to accept that. That's it's part of comics. Yeah, I don't know. But also, like, if you, I don't know if you saw the, the trailer for the Winter Soldier. I did. So I mean, it's like right there, and and you know that that's a clear sign of like the difference in the budget where you see like all these helicarriers and stuff like that and it it just it feels like such a it it, it they don't feel like they're in, in the same cinematic universe I, I guess is my problem so i mean the the show is you know like i said it's not a horrible show i mean it has its it 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 is watchable you know but it right. just it feels so separate even though they're supposed to be so connected right well it's a tough balance you know budget budget wise they can't they can't play and and they don't want to hold you know television or movies hostage and make you have to watch it because there's some people that you know that won't do both you know mm-hmm. I don't uh, think there's any way it would perfectly get you know get it perfect you know yeah I mean it's it's tough and and you know I like you it's like you know I, I don't want to you know come down on the show and you know I, I want the show to succeed it'll be interesting to see how the tone of the up the Netflix you know shows compares to this, it, you know if if right. they'll yeah well, I, I mean, don't Daredevil definitely has the ability to be a darker show mm-hmm. you know I mean like the the subject matter can can lend itself to like a more of a gritty obviously you know like a street level show so uh, I think it's a, it's a great choice for for cable you know yeah like and I don't want to I don't want to see the Fox version of Daredevil yeah. <laughs> I don't. I know. I'm, I'm just saying about it. It's like, uh, uh, so what did you think of, of Thor to Dark World? Um, you know what? I, I, I felt like almost like I, I did in the, in the first one where I felt the first half was stronger than the second half. Um, like there was, there was more, there were more comedic moments. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it overall, but I really disliked the resolution. I don't want to spoil it, but mm-hmm. the, like the you know like the homemade Game Boy controller and the little spears with the doohickeys on them, like like really that's how you you win, really, really. Yeah, I, I heard some people you know they they kind of complained that a lot of it was very similar to the Avengers. You know, you, you basically have like these aliens attacking Earth, and you know you have to fight fight them off. Yeah, and and the villain was one note like through and through. I mean. Yeah, he had as much personality as an orc. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it, it was all about Loki, who wasn't like the key villain here, but yeah. like Malekith, it's it's like which it was, you know, I, I what I don't understand is like okay, they had this war with the Asgardians, and he he was like, all right, in order to defeat them, we have to sacrifice our people. You know, we're going to destroy all this stuff, and you know. And then it's like he's pissed at the Asgardians that his people are dead when it was his choice to sacrifice them. So it's yeah, just that's like, kind of flawed reasoning. Also, if, if he has the technology where they can cloak, like why, why didn't they just do that earlier? Why did they just attack? What what were they waiting for? I don't know. They're waiting for him to call him, maybe. I just met them. It's crazy. I ain't giving them my number, I'll tell you that. <laughs> But uh, I guess um Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever, whatever you say his name, uh, when he was asked when will we see Loki again, mm-hmm. and he says he doesn't think it would be before Thor three if there is a, a Thor three. 
there will be a Thor three because Thor two did very well. Yeah. You know, my my understanding when they first announced this movie, I thought it was going to be like majority set on Asgard. You know, because they were saying it's like, oh, it's going to be this big, huge, you know, Game of Thrones, whatever, just big epic. Oh, yeah, it's know, called As- Dark World for kind of. Yeah. But it, but it it wasn't. It, it, it kind of started out there and then it went back to Earth. Right. So. Right, that, I, and that might have been a mistake also. And you know the, the fact that we you know we didn't see like the Warriors three or Sith. I mean they were hardly even in the movie. You have all these characters. Why they why they set up um, the Asian dude and his world and then they never really went back to it. Like why did we set this stuff up? Like it didn't it it didn't progress. It, you know the story didn't progress because of it. it I mean it it, it served the, the the purpose of showing like okay Thor has to go out and yes clean, but like clean the, the but then is, that was you know, it. And any kind, you know, like usually you don't you don't introduce something unless it pays off. You know what I mean? Like it was a payoff that never came. Yeah, I think it was, it was just a just to show us some of that that otherworldly worldliness. You know, action. I guess. But see, I, I thought that more of the movie was going to be like that. Yeah. Seeing well, more. You know, I mean, in, in some ways, I'm nitpicking because I I thought it was a good movie. You know. Um, I don't know how eager I'll be to see it again. Like it, it didn't spur me to want to. Oh, I gotta see that again. You know. I did see it twice. You did? Well, I, I saw a screening like the week before, and then uh, yeah. over the weekend I took my daughter. To well, that, I'll probably end up seeing it twice, also only because um, my son Paris ditched me when we were going to go on Friday because uh, he got invited to a sleepover, and he's 13 now, and he's like, I'd rather hang out with my friends than my dad and my dad's friends. So. What what we did we we saw it in D box. You you have any of those around? No, you? no. Is that like D bags? No. A D box is is basically the the chair vibrates and moves. Oh nice. So it like kind of rocks around. It's kind of like a Star Tours. Have you been on that in Disneyland? Yes. So, so it's kind of like Star Tours where you know it moves around. Like there's there's one part where Natalie Portman where she's like she's like on the edge of that that big. I'd let her vibrate my chair any day. And and it's it's like, you know, the chair kinda leans, so it feels like, you know, you're gonna like fall out of your seat almost and so nice. it's a, it was it was an experience. Cause you, I saw it in the three D. Yeah, because I saw it in three D the first time and then uh they have like a, a D box chair in the lobby, like by a screen, so it kinda shows you what it's like and so that's my daughter's like, Do you wanna see in three D or D box? She's like, uh, oh, let's try D box. So So I just little, I just can't think of the 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 term debox without thinking debag. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I will let you have that. Okay. Um, what are your your thoughts as a as a fan, not as a, a comic book writer? What are, what are your thoughts or expectations on on Batman versus Superman? Uh, as a fan, I am just hopeful, man. I am hopeful. Um, I think I think that. The hard stuff with uh, with regard to relaunching Superman that was all accomplished in Man of Steel was Man of Steel a perfect movie? No, but did I enjoy it? Yes, um, and so I think it sets up nicely. I, I think they have a, a great uh, you know they have a great actor in Henry Cavill. Uh, is it Cavill? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I don't know. I say Cavill, but it, Cavill okay. that doesn't sound right for you know whatever. Right. You know, it doesn't sound British enough for wherever he's from. How would Doctor Strange say it? I don't know. I think he would say it was Henry Cavill. <laughs> um, 
the, the, the Blu-rays actually there's a. Are, are you a fan of like like director commentary and stuff on, on movies? I Doctor Strange love it. It's fantastic. So on on Man of Steel, they have a kind of like an enhanced version where it's it's like video stuff, and it's it's a lot of it's like picture in picture, but it's it's mostly it's like more of the other stuff than it is the actual movie. So which I thought it was kind of cool because you know it's, it's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff and you know some storyboard stuff, but then you see like like every once in a while then you know here's Amy Adams talking about her first scene and you know she talks about this or whatever. So I thought it was like a really cool way because I don't watch a lot of commentary because part of it it's it's you know you watch I I get the disc to watch the movie and I guess you have to have the time. Well, I, I used to, and it all depends on the movie. Like I, like I loved when they would do all the old movies and, and do commentary with, with you know classic films that you love, and, yeah. and you, you get all the creators back to um, to talk about it. But I, I sort of stopped. I, I I guess that's the thing with, with today's movies. You see all these interviews with everyone, with the directors and with the actors, so you kind of already get you know what what they want to do with everything. But this this was a, a cool way where it really shows. You know more what was going on, so I thought that was kind of neat in, in terms of I wasn't crazy about the movie, you know, and I I made that clear. So, but as as far as Batman vs Superman, I don't know. We'll see. And there's all all the rumors about Nightwing being in the movie. Yeah, I also heard the rumor about um, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, they're saying all this stuff. It's it's weird. It's like you don't really hear so much of these type of rumors in like. Regular movies. It, it seems like you know, everyone's. It's it's all about like the comic book movies. You know, where everyone's like speculating or you know trying to find out all the stuff. Like if, if you know Tom Cruise is going to do a movie. Yeah, but I mean, because they don't we usually don't have built-in fan bases. Any movie that's based on something that uh, either previous material or remake, you're going to have all kinds of speculation. I mean, look at Ain't It Cool News or any of the various websites. I mean, I don't know. It, it's a, like no, no, no. I, I, I disagree with you because with like with uh, Star Trek or with Lord of the Rings, like there was plenty of speculation all over the map, you know. I guess, but I see Star Trek is still related to comics in a way. You know, it, it didn't start off that way, but there's there's been so many, so I, I kind of associate those together. Well, that's just in your own mind. The fact of the matter is, it's its own thing. Yeah, but it's with the the fact of my website too. That. You know it what? Does, it doesn't make it so, homeboy. In my little world, my universe, it does. What I am surprised that um, people on Comic Vine they don't seem all that excited about Star Wars in general. That, that, do, you, do you have a younger fan base? I, maybe. I mean, well, I mean, it, it's it's pretty diverse. I mean, there there's I've, I've met people of like all all ages, and yeah. So it, it's just weird, like when when episode seven was first announced, and you know we were posting stuff about it, like people didn't go crazy about it. They're like, yeah. So well, maybe, just... maybe it could be that just your fan base on Comic Vine, you know, maybe it's like all well, obviously there's a bazillion Star yeah. Wars maniacs. They maybe they just go to different websites. That's what website thing. do you go to? I, Doctor Stephen Strange, go to StarWarsLove.org. Star Wars Love. Doctor Strange is strange. You know, he may, have, he may have created his own website. I may have because I am Doctor Strange, and I have the Eye of Agamotto, which almost rhymes with Bucciolato. Thank you, Doc. Uh, so when's the Doctor Strange movie coming out? 
I will let you know when I choose to let you know. It, you know, there there was a Doctor Strange animated movie that Marvel did when they were doing animated movies. Yeah. I don't know how that was. I I I, I own it. I just I haven't watched it yet. So I, I'm now I'm curious, like who they got the the voice him in that. Uh, they should have gotten uh, Doctor Strange to play himself. Yeah. I would have loved it. Yeah, I gotta gotta look for Doctor Strange in the preview theaters. Like, when, when's the when's his next comic book appearance? Make that happen again. Uh, so yeah, so um, then there's also rumors though about Wonder Woman. You know, they've been talking about that, but then they're they're it, it's almost like people are trying to make up rumors. They're saying it's like, oh, you know, what if Jamie Alexander played Wonder Woman? So I don't know your thoughts on that. I saw some pictures of a mo- some model who I didn't even know who she was, but I thought she looked pretty good as a as a, maybe I don't know if it's the same lady or not. Well, Jamie Alexander is a Sif from Thor. So, I mean, it, I, I guess it's a different universe, so why not? Yeah, I mean, and and you've had Chris Evans play Human Torch and Captain America, and the guy in The Losers, and. I think he did something else. I don't know. But who who was the uh, the model that? Uh... I don't know which one you're talking. I remember seeing um like some like uh some reading that some some model did before or some like like whatever. Uh, what, Honestly, I'd, I'd rather they just find an, uh, like an uh, an unknown who fits the bill. I I agree. I, I think. And, and please just don't cast somebody who happens to be five foot eleven just for the sake of making. You know what I mean? Like, come on. What do you mean? She's got to be pretty too. Like, oh yeah. Wonder Woman is like you know the idealized woman mm-hmm. as an ass kicker. So like let's just. And and she shouldn't be dainty. You know she's she's supposed to be you know she's an Amazon. So you know she's because you know you you always see like in in the comics there's been different versions. You know you have like the 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 thin, almost like like the Michael Turner version, and then like, you have like the Alex Ross, the you know little. A little more solid, I guess, if you want to say. Right. So, I mean, she should, you know, she's she's up there, like close to Superman strength. You know, maybe not quite, but you know, she should be able to pack a wallop. I heard you pack a wallop. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You take the heavy one, take it. <laughs> but I've always said with, with all these movies that. You know, because you know when we go through those questions, people are like, "Oh, who would you want to play this person or this?" You know, I I always find. I it would love to play it. Hey, Halle, how you doing? Yeah, Halle I Gary. want to play Wonder Woman. Wouldn't you love to see me pregnant as Wonder Woman? I'm surprised that rumor hasn't hasn't started, because there was a whole Beyonce wanted to be Wonder Woman or something like that. That was like a few years back that they were saying Beyonce is gonna be Wonder Woman. And people were freaking out. They're like, "Oh, she can't do it." So it's like, I don't know. But I always say that you know, you need to have an unknown actor who looks the part and that can act the part. And I guarantee you, there's somebody in this world who can do both: who can kick some ass, who can act her ass off, and who looks the part. There has to be. There's a bazillion people in the world. There's, I think, 1.6 bazillion people. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel? Should should the actor be like familiar 
with the character. Not necessary. Or just someone says, like, oh, sure, I'll do this movie. It's like, what's her name? Wonder Wonder Lady? Look, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. doesn't matter. If, if somebody takes their role seriously, they will research and they will learn. I hope so. Because there, there is a certain movie, I, I think... I think it was it was before Ryan Reynolds was cast as Green Lantern, where there's like a I think I I won't say the actor's name, but there's someone who like knew nothing about the character, and it was just like because you know Hollywood or comic book movies are are kind of like the big thing these days. You know, a, sure. a lot of the 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 bigger actors are you know they they want something, you know, they want some role. Yeah, but but you know to me that's that then that actor is a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, just do your homework and and understand the character. That's what I mean. If you're hired for a role, uh, you know it's a, it's your job. You take it seriously. You know what I mean? And if there's source material to better understand your character, then it, you sort of owe it to yourself, to the role, to the director, you know, and obviously to the fans to give it your best effort. You know, it would just be like like let's say you didn't know anything about Batman. I don't know anything about Batman. Let's say like you know who he is, but you don't you don't read you don't like care about him. But you're like, hey, here's a, a big you know, doing Batman is gonna be a big spotlight gig, and right. it, it's like you. Took I love it. Burt Wayne. Yeah, so it'd be like like someone a writer taking a, a high profile book just because it's high profile and not not knowing about the character. Uh, it has been done in the past, and those stories generally don't endure. When you have somebody who doesn't take the time to understand the characters. Then the characters do weird things, and then you see a lot of change for change's sake, and you can kind of see through that, you know. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. But I guess that's 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 how it goes. It bees like that sometimes. Yeah. All right. This weekend, also aside from Long Beach, is uh, Doctor Who. Who? So big, big Doctor Who. What are your thoughts on Doctor Who? My thoughts are that my father, uh, rest in peace, was a big Doctor Who fan, and he always wanted me to get into it. And uh, at some point, I'll have to make good and watch it. But uh, you know, I don't even, I don't even know who the Doctor is. It's because they keep changing the actors, huh? And FYI. I'm constantly being corrected because I actually refer to him as Doctor Who. Yeah, I can't do that. I know. Josh Fialkoff corrected me at least three times at one convention. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, every, here's here's a little spoiler. Every once in a while in, in, the, in the episodes, because, you know, he's he's the Doctor, someone will say, Doctor Who? And then people just kind of like, uh, uh. You know. So, yeah, yeah you don't refer to him. Is it like that. a catchphrase? No, it's, it's just you know he just that's just not his name. I I don't know if if there's a meaning you know as to, as to why they they went with that name, why they call the show Doctor Who instead of just the Doctor, because you know he's he's not referred to as Doctor Who. I used to watch a soap opera when I was like ten called The Doctors. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I watched it is because uh, you know in the summer you have to you have to watch TV all the time you know. Mm-hmm. At least he did when I was a kid because there weren't that many video games and you know there wasn't all this kind of stuff to do. But so we planned our whole summer around the TV guide. And uh, uh, in one summer, in the Doctor, in the the show The Doctor, which is obviously a soap opera, um, bad guys came and they hijacked 
they hijacked uh, the hospital. Hmm. And so the whole season, it was like this like action thing with bad guys and doctors. I don't think I ever heard of that soap opera. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's true weird. <laughs> so my I, I started watching Doctor Who with my daughter because she had seen a couple episodes – and and you know she she knows that he can change you know he can regenerate and you know the different actors come in, but I, I did show her the clip to this weekend's um, episode where you know there's two of them on screen at the same time and she thought that was kind of weird. But then we went back and on Netflix you can you see if you wanted to you could go to Netflix and binge watch Doctor Who. Yeah, probably won't happen. You can get caught up with. Because that actor that played the, the villain in Thor: The Dark World was one of the doctors, and, yeah, he, and he was way wait, better. You mean the uh, the elf? Yeah, Chris Christopher Eccleston. He he was he was one of the doctors. He was Doctor Who. A doctor. <laughs> I, I told my daughter, I was like, you know who he is? I was like, you just saw a movie with him, and she had no idea. And, she, and she's no. like, who? But yeah, he he. I don't know what it was. It's, it's like I, I don't think it was his acting in in Thor. I I just think he wasn't given anything to do. Yeah, there there's just there's nothing there. It's just he just stood around and they should just call him Scowly Dude. Yeah, so that's too bad. I I probably won't be watching it this weekend, Doctor Who, since yeah, it'll be a convention time and all that. But I think it's a safe bet that I won't be either. Probably not. What are your thoughts on? X-Men Days of Future Past cuz you're you're an X-Men fan. I am. You buy those old comics? I do. I see every once um, in a while you're like, "Look I, at this old classic comic I bought." I know. I'm collecting the the John Byrne run and getting them all CGC for my son. Um I think the trailer looks really cool. I'm interested to I'm interested to see it. Uh I have to admit that the comic book geek in me is a little sort of I'm not put off by it, but I'm bumped a little bit by how they've sort of mixed sort of uh, continuity up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? It yeah. still bothers me. To, I'm sorry. I'm just babbling. It still bothers me to this day that Wolverine gets all the love, and they basically have taken Cyclops and locked him in a freaking corner. They put him in the corner with Baby, and nobody puts Baby in the corner. Well, see, the, the problem is because they cast James Martson – who I like, I think he's 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 a he's a cool actor. He just it's like he never gets a girl in the movies he does. Because he he was in a he was in a Notebook, which I don't know if you've seen that. I did. And you know so he didn't get the girl there. He was in Enchanted. I don't know if you you probably didn't see that, right? Uh, was it live action? Yeah, it was with and, and some animated. It was with Amy Adams and uh no, um the, the 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 dude from uh, Grey's Anatomy. I forget his name. Oh uh, yeah, with, uh, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, that's it. Um, but he didn't get the girl there, sorta. And there's like something else. So because he was Cyclops, he didn't get the girl. But yeah, and, but I think part of that had to do with um. They, oh, they wanted to prop up Wolverine. No, and also he he, he they kill him off in X Men. Yeah, but so, you know, but why did they do that? They did that so he could do Superman Returns. Well, not so he could do the Superman Returns because he left to go with Brian Singer. To, to do Superman Returns, they, it was like a big fu. And then he didn't get the girl. This douchey Superman comes in. See, here here's a problem with Superman Returns. 
Superman comes back. There's only one problem with Superman Returns? <laughs> Here's one problem with Superman Returns. Superman comes back. He sees Lois. She's about to get married. She has a kid. For all he knows, that kid is, is James Martin's kid. Cool. And then, then he's like, ooh, let's go flying. And he likes trying to kiss her. And it's like, come on, Superman. You don't do that. Yeah. And then it turns out it was his kid and he never paid child support and – I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And I, I'm curious. I was like, how the heck did they have that kid? You know? I believe oh. intercourse. But but Superman can't have intercourse. You'd kill her. No. He you've, can, you've heard he the can, stories. He can control his mojo. You've you've seen mall rats. You you know the. Well, so because it's in mall rats, then that makes it a fact. Well, yeah, if Kevin Smith says it, you know. <laughs> I, what you I, do is all you have to do is put put on a um a kryptonite condom. Yeah, like that would kill him. No, it wouldn't. It's just put a small like trace amounts of kryptonite Very small. condom. I don't know that that might might take away his mojo in other ways. He wouldn't be the man of steel. Yeah, but I mean by that same token, he shouldn't be able to shake anyone's hand. Or, he shouldn't or, or or not punch somebody's face off. I I, I guess it yeah. just takes body control. And the penis is part of the body. Now, here's what what they should could I, I, they kind of said it was sort of kind of following like the the Richard Donner Superman movies. Well, it was sort of like a love letter to uh, the Dick Donner movies. So it, it could have been that at that point when he gives up his powers, and then he does shack up with Lois. So m- maybe that's when when she was inseminated. Oh, I like that. Good use of the word. It could be. So that—that's the only thing. Did we ever and talk? Let me, let's just say that you know he's Superman, right? So perhaps his his little super sperm—they don't even like—they could have done it on their own. You know what I mean? I guess I mean that the, the sperm aren't empowered by the yellow he, sun. He could he could have shot him out like you know like he does with his uh, heat vision, or he does this cold breath, and they did the rest. <laughs> And then the, the the sun hits them, and then they they put on little capes. They fly they, right they, in they there. They fly around and like, come on, guys! And, and you know what? He only needed one. I mean, his aim is true. Like he didn't even need like a whole gang. It's just See, one. It's kind of like Luke Skywalker, right? Yeah. Destroying the Death Star. He's only got one. That's right. Use the Force. <laughs> like like shooting womp rats in a T sixteen. See, people listening to this, they probably won't know what that means since they're not into Star Wars. Like, who's Luke Skywalker? I know uh, they know who he is. So, but the, the other—I don't know if we ever discussed this. This was a, a question that they came up as: is is Superman's skin always hard? You know, he's a man of steel, and people are be like, "Oh, you're talking about this again?" Yes. Well, so, like, the thing is, like, if, if Lois Lane brushes up or she wants to hold Clark Kent's hand, so this is before she knew, is his hand like like a solid, you know? So I thought it was a force field, or did, or did they get rid of that explanation? That it was just like this. That that uh, it, it's hard to say because he he's had that before. I don't know if it was a John Byrne thing that he first brought that up, or if it was mentioned before. Because Grant Morrison definitely used it in All Star Superman, where he was able to expand the, the his force field around that that like uh, satellite base where those people were, when the, like the sun was. Yep. You know, all that. 
So I don't know if, if that's the thing. And then is it just like an instinctual thing? Like if he's going to get shot in the back by a bullet, that like right before the bullet comes, is the force field kicks on. You know, is it like – Well, I mean the, the thing is – and I know I'm always like the, the naysayer and the poo-pooer, but it's comic books. Like it's – you can't – What? It's, it's comic books. Overthinking it is not going to do you any good. It's that's not comic books. It's that's okay. It's not going to do you any good. It's not. But well, these are the things I used to write about more often. The well, little, then, little... You, then you grew up and you became a man. No, now... it is no, it's when I I had more time on the site. I would oh. write these these articles, <laughs> <laughs> and people like one of my favorite articles was like when do superheroes go to the bathroom? Off panel, thankfully. Unless you're Wolverine. Because Wolverine's peed in like at least three different comics. Yeah, but we at least we haven't seen him do number two. You know what I mean? I don't know. Suppose and, and maybe, that, maybe Wolverine doesn't have to go number two because he just has a healing factor. But he shouldn't have to go number one. He should be able his healing factor should be able to process things. Maybe he wants to go number one because it feels so good. I don't know. According to Grant Morrison, Superman doesn't have to go number two because his his body. Processes the sun's ray. He processes it. So he doesn't have to eat, though, right? I don't. I don't think he does. I don't know. So I guess that's something for um, whoever who's writing Superman these days. Scott Lobdell and Greg Pak, Scott Snyder. I don't think any of them are going to address it. Let me see. Does Superman poop? So I don't know. I don't care. Why not? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. All right. What did you think of The Wolverine? Did we ever talk about that? I think we did. And what, uh, so, Overall, I liked it. It was flawed. Overall, I liked it. Now, now, what, is, what are your thoughts on another Wolverine movie since you're, you're so tired of him getting all the limelight and all that? Uh, James Mangold uh, directing it, uh, I think it stands a good chance of being good. I, you know what I want to see? I, w- I want an Old Man Logan movie. Yes, yeah, I mean, but you're kind of going to get an Old Man Logan with his Days of Future Past, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, the timeline and all that. Because I guess, I guess they're going in the future, right? I don't. Know. I don't even know. It just doesn't make sense. And but yeah, going back to that, I, I what I was gonna say is I, I agree with you about how they're combining the two X Men universes because like 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 um, first class. I say, I say universities. Universities. Yes. Universities. No universities. Because like you know, for first class, it just started, and you know they were they were setting up their own thing, and now they're gonna tie it all together. Yeah, Which, and I and I and apologies to Hallie, but you did not look great uh, in that trailer. How like, dare you talk that way to me? I almost had see that I kind of merged the two. Then <laughs> it was like it was Hallie Strange. I just did Hallie Strange because it's how dare you talk? Uh, see, it's from the future, so yeah. In the future, she becomes Doctor Strange, or maybe she just hangs out with them a lot, and then you know pick up each other's mannerisms and stuff. Don't do voices. I can't even keep them separate. Although I was thinking that uh, if you ever got a chance to do uh, Daredevil, that I would I would have done them differently than you. Yeah, I wasn't really sure about that. Have Daredevil talk like this. I'm Daredevil. 
But see, but then it, it gets too much because then it's like Batman and like Wolverine and Nick Fury. I'm it's, Matt Murdock. I'll give myself a New York accent though. I'm Matt Murdock. Hey man. Hey. <laughs> Not for nothing. I the the last one I did, I I had to do um, I had to do Captain America, Jarvis, J. Jonah Jameson, a TV newscaster, Electro, um, Spider Man. Chameleon, Mysterio. I think that was it. How did you get all the people? How did you get all the voices apart? Oh man, it wasn't easy to keep track. It's like, how did I do that one? Because usually when I do it myself, I'll, I'll read through like all the pages. Mm-hmm. What would be smart, I guess, would be to do that one particular character, you know, all in one like session, and then go to the next one. Yes. But, but yeah. So. Oh, and thanks for your your part in that. Oh, absolutely. I didn't have any part in it, but yes. You're 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 Agent Coulson. Yes, it was it was a tough role. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's like like Maria Hill sounds like a six year old. It's like no, she sounded like a ten year old. Daughter. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, you call me in. I'll I'll, I'll lend my uh, advanced voicing skills to it. I'll do it. I mean, part part of the reason is uh that was I mean, and part of the reason why I did all those voices is because I. It, I did it from home because that Thursday I, I worked from home, and you know sometimes I'll get some guys around the office to to do right. some voices. Sure. And and then I I was gonna bug you about it, but then I would have to record it. I wasn't sure if the audio was gonna be as as crisp. Oh, you so. don't need crisp audio when you got me, baby. Mm-hmm. Even uncrisp audio is phenomenal. Oh yeah. Just hey, just listen to my song. That's right. You know if if I was in the office studio, I'd be playing it right now. <laughs> I'd, I'd have it queued up. That's what, that's what I did with Francis. I, I had it had it ready to go. Oh, you played it on the show? Yeah. Oh, I, I need yeah. to finish watching it. That's Cause, awesome. Yeah, because I, I started playing it. I, I was like, "Hey, Francis, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what this is? Have you heard this?" He's like, "Sounds like Brian." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So I apologize again to all the, all the listeners out there that you had to listen to me singing. I really I, apologize, but I don't. No one complained about it. There's no. Here's, compl- a, here's the thing that people need to understand about me, and you know, you, I guess you don't have to if you don't want to understand me. Most things I do, I do to amuse myself. So, like, if it makes me laugh, then I'll do it. And so I fully recognize how absurd me singing truly is. That's that's how you got to do it. It's like I, I started doing these videos where there's kind of like this little dance at the end, and I, I've done two of them so far, and I, I don't want to be locked into this as as the, as the outro. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean it's it's I'm doing it more for myself, kind of, and you know people may look at that be like like yeah every once in a while you'll you'll see those those hateful comments you know, where people are are right. so cool about everything in the world you know they they can do everything. Perfectly and better than anything. Yeah, so like, you know, you know, here's something amusing. Um, so um, I don't know if I mentioned on the show or not, but like some somebody, uh, I had my first like open openly, uh, uh, I guess vocal hater, uh, a reviewer who I don't even remember his name, um, uh, but uh, he said that he despised the writing of Brian Bucciolato. <laughs> And and so, um, 
I guess when I think Rogues came out, something else came out, and he took it all back. And I don't know if it was because he got involved in some flame war with another uh, writer, and he was feeling uh, like he was the bad guy or what. But he ended up taking it all back. Uh, I'm looking. I look at my phone today, and uh, I recognize the picture because the guy has like a you know a picture by his his reviews. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy started following me on Twitter. Huh. Now I wonder if he's gonna follow me so he can advance his agenda of hate or if he now is uh, you know a fan based on one comic even though he thinks that everything i wrote previously to that one issue was terrible i mean it it could be that maybe the rogues did win him over but that would just not make sense because it's not like you suddenly started changing the way you, you approach things yeah i don't know or maybe, maybe he's trying to lull you into a false sense of security. Like, hey, man, hey, how you doing? And then he's going to unleash the hate. Yeah, well, my big problem with, with his uh, original hatred of me is that in, in the review he chose to hate me and say that he hated my writing, he actually it – was, it was the rogue's one-shot, I, I believe, uh, from Villain Month, and um, – well, he like in advance he complained about the fact that he hates Barry Allen and that he's a Wally West fan. Yeah. And so, so to me, like, come on, man, this isn't even about this. This issue is about the Rogues. Like, why are you bringing Wally to the table? If you can't get past your own feelings about Wally West, you probably shouldn't be trying to do objective reviews of things that are set in the Flash universe. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I just I don't understand, and I've I've brought this up before. Um, just it, it seems like people are, are just so unhappy and so angry and and it's like they they know everything you know it's it's like everyone is entitled to opinion you know i i'm perfectly okay with that you know right. if you, you like something you don't like something you know that that's all fine but there's just like why expend the energy to actively hate that's what i don't get exactly like, like there's there's a website that uh that i don't want to name Either where you know they post articles that are flash related, and every time they post something flash related, the same person comments how much they hate it or in advance. Like the person says, "I don't read this stuff. I don't like it. Uh, I'm a Wally, I'm a Wally West fan. Uh, I hate this. I hate that." And then every time like a piece of information comes out for what's going to come out, more it's like, "Why do you take the time to post your hate? Like what? Like what are you doing? Like." Find something productive to do with your life. Like I don't dwell on the things that I hate. I just move on. Yeah, I, I, that, and that's what people always talk about. Like our, our reviews. That you know, most of our, our reviews tend to be like fours and fives, and it's because we review the stuff that we tend to like. And it's like you know, we don't want to seek out. It's like I need to look for a really cruddy book, just so I can give something a lower score. There's enough people out there who want to hate, so. You know, like you don't have to worry about that. Like this, that's covered. Yeah, <laughs> and it, internet, that's covered. It's and it's just for me sometimes. It, it it's hard to write. It's it's like exhausting trying to write uh, a review for something that's not good. Because you know, it's some, I don't. Maybe I, I'm just I, I take it too not necessarily personally, but you know, sometimes especially if it's something that you're like kind of anticipating, and then you're just kind of like let down. It's just like like oh man, you know, this is just a bummer. And then and then there's a whole thing of trying to separate. Your personal feelings, which again is what a review is, but like you know your personal expectations versus the actual material 
and and that's where I think a lot of people don't draw the line where you know they'll just start hating on something and sometimes it's they they don't if it's like they don't like Barry Allen so they're going to automatically hate it you know that doesn't make any sense you know it's like how was the story how was the development of the characters and the art and you know the dialogue and but yeah but you know i mean who says that people have to make sense right i mean it's just un- unfortunate it's yeah. you know that that's the whole thing about the anonymity of the internet where you know you can just spout your hate. I mean, like, would would this guy come up to you at a convention and say, "Hey, man, I I hate Barry Allen. I don't like that. This sucks." You know, there there may be some people who who could do that, but yeah, yeah. What I find amusing is that like it, in in this one comedy, it was like I think the person said something like, "Not to whine, but when will this be over?" Mm-hmm. Like. Like, why are you taking the the amount of energy it, it takes to type that? The other thing they they don't realize you're whining not to whine. when you say not to whine, like that's like saying you know when someone says no offense, uh-huh. they're really saying is I'm offending you and I acknowledge that I'm offending you. Yeah, but, but you're, please you don't be taken. offended. Well, the the other thing that these people don't don't understand is so if if this guy hates Barry Allen. And if he's going to every single Barry Allen article and you know clicking on it to post it, he's giving that article another view. <laughs> and so he's encouraging that. And and you know, that's what I assume a lot of websites do. They they gauge the traffic on particular stories. So if they say, Wow, every single time we post Barry Allen story, we're getting a lot of views. Let's do more Barry Allen stories. So, well, you know what? To be to be quite honest, with you like the things that go on in, t- in the upper levels of of DC, like I, I don't I don't know that you know hits on a website. Are, no, are I, I'm I'm talking about like if, if this particular website is going to write stories about about that, you know, just, right? And right. You know, that that's how I, I look at like like on on you know our, our videos go on YouTube. You know, we don't get as many views, we don't get close to as many views on YouTube that we do on a site, but every single time a video goes up. There's there's at least like one person that clicks that they don't like it. So you know, part of me wants to believe it. It's the same person clicking it every single time. Like they're subscribing to the channel, so they're they're adding they're 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 you know making that that there's one more subscriber, and then in order to click that they don't like it, they still have to click on the video. And I think that still registers as a view. And I know there's a metrics like when to drop off and you know all that stuff. But it's like they're they're still watching it every single time. So <laughs> I just I, I I don't know, man. It's, That's funny. I I I just I I don't understand people that feel the need to just you know focus on the hate. I don't know either, to be honest with you. It's 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 hilarious. That's like uh, my friend David Wall. Uh, he says one of his pet peeves is that you know when you go on like Yahoo Answers or ask. You know, and you post questions. Like, why do people take the time to, to write in, I don't know? <laughs> like, does anyone give a shit whether you know or not? Like, if you have the answer, then offer it. But if you don't know, move on. Why are you typing, I don't know? Spaceboy976 doesn't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. I just don't get it. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, maybe it's just the internet where, you know, people. I, I get when there's there's people that want to share everything that they know or everything they they think they know. You know, there there's that whole thing. You know, wanting but to be the you're first con- one. You're, contrib- you're contributing something. Yeah. So at least there's there's that. But 
just say, well, I don't know about this, but what about you know, yeah, yeah. At least at least people who um who are like these racist, sexist, uh, uh, homophobic people who rant and rave and insult people. At least they have an agenda when they when they uh, when they type up their hate. Like I don't understand what the agenda of typing I don't know is. Yeah, I mean it's just it adds another hit, another another um, notch on their belt, another thing they contributed to, another digital footprint. I don't know. And just to be clear, I, I'm not uh, in favor of spreading hate. No. On the internet, so I, I'm not a fan of people who do all that stuff. I, I don't understand. I mean, it's 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 unfortunate people want to do that. That they they feel they're entitled to that. And again, if it, I always tell people, you know, because there there's so many times, and you know, they always say don't don't read the comments and all that. But you know, I'll I I usually look at the comments like when I write a review or an article, and it, it blows me away that, that that people will tell you one that your 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 opinion on something is wrong. That they'll say, "Oh, that shouldn't have been you know a four, or that shouldn't have been a five, or you know that should have been this." But it's, it's like, well, one, why don't you write your own review? You know, ex- express your own feelings, and right. you know, why why in your ex- expert opinion is this not what you know whoever said it was? Gentlemen, why are you bitching so much? This has become some kind of bitching podcast. Be more positive like Doctor Strange. You know, he's right. We probably have been complaining a little too much. Yeah. I apologize, Doctor Stephen Strange. Yeah, we all just need to we all need to get along. Yeah. All right. How about some questions? Let's do some questions. I didn't do any questions last time because that, that Francis Manipal guy we ended up talking like the whole time. I thought he was only going to be on for like a half hour, but maybe it was because he was done with the Flash. So he's like, "I got all this time now." So we also, up- you know, I mean, he was making up for lost time. Like, you know, you refused to have him on the show, even though I begged you to put him on. I said, "Just call him up. Just ask him." You know, we, we, wants we, we already show. went through this. Being- we, we, it has been already revealed that you're like, "Don't get Francis on, man." That's not true. So, this is, is my show. Lie. This is my show. You can't have mine. You're a liar, Tony. You're a liar. <laughs> even Hallie says. I need to get both you guys on. Stop lying. Someday we'll do that. Mr. Guerrero. All right, this is from Card Twenty Three Los. What's up, Los? And I'm 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 okay. Um, so he he's talking about the new Marvel. Uh, there's they're doing all new Invaders. I don't know if you heard about that. This is gonna have Cap, Captain America, Namor. And the original Human Torch. So his question is: Can the you robot please? One? Yeah, can you please explain who the original Human Torch is? Not this, he's not the same Human Torch from Fantastic Four. And the answer is no. So it is Jim Hammond. I don't know if was, you know was, much was about it him. Was it a robot? Was it yeah. a robot like the World War II robot one? Yeah. That, so he, that, wasn't he also used to make uh, Wonder Man originally? A vision. Or was it vision? Vision. There you go. So that that's where things get a little, little tricky because, so he he was an android, and you know he he fought in World War II, he was invaders and all that. Something happened to him. He was gone, and then, Vol or Ultron, grabbed his body, turned him into Vision, and used Wonder Man's brain patterns. But then they they kind of changed it because then they they said no, Jim Hammond. 
he was I, it was I think it was a John Byrne thing going back to him because John Byrne he just likes to change things. Uh, I, I think then it was in West Coast Avengers where they they dug up Jim Hammond's body was buried, and then they they were able to turn him back on because he was an android. But then they're like, wait, if this is Jim Hammond, who the heck is Vision? Because we thought Vision was was he, Jim Hammond, the Human Torch. But then I I think. They later, and I, I should read, you know, he's got a page on Comic Vine, but I think it was a, uh, that Voltron, like. What's that website? It's, uh, comicvine.com? With an S, right? No, no S. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so I, I think, um, what's his name? Ultron, like, made a copy or something. I don't know. So, yeah, so Jim Hammond, look him up. Aren't you proud of me that I, I remember that he was a robot? Yeah. I wasn't sure if you're gonna how much you knew about Jim Hammond, but what was I, I, honestly I couldn't remember the name Jim Hammond. I just remember that he was a robot. What was weird and if if you watch uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, mm-hmm. the 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 scene when Steve Rogers talks to Bucky before he's gonna go off, you know that that last night they're going out, they're at, at like the, the the county fair, world fair, or whatever. Mm-hmm. There there's a, a scene that's reminiscent to. What they show in um, I, I don't know if it was in Marvels. They showed it before, where the, the professor dude that made him had him in this like glass tube, and then he like combusts. But they they kind of had that in in Captain America, so I don't know if that was supposed to be Jim Hammond because That's Captain America apparently it didn't seem like he ever really got together with the invaders in the movie universe because like he he died right. kind of right away. He did right. the USO shows and then right then died. Very my, interesting. My daughter, so um, she she knows uh, identity of uh, the Winter Soldier, you know, and I won't spoil that if, if people still somehow don't know who Winter yep. Soldier is. But then she was asking, she's like, "But but how can he be in a movie and you know also like that? You know, she knew it was him, but she didn't know how. Right. And I was like, "Well, they'll they'll, they'll say it in the movie." And I was like, "I could tell you." And she's like, "Yeah, tell me." So she made she me like spoil. spoilers. I guess she did. She made me. A lot of times, she's always like, "Just, just tell me one thing, just one little thing," because like she, she always <laughs> like gets Santa. Like, what's in the present? Give me a hand. She always gets um bummed like when Agents of Shield's over. And uh, last time we watched it, uh, the the previews to the next episode didn't didn't record. So she's like, "Oh man," she's like, "It's like I just I just want to know what's gonna happen." So can't can't she watch it on Hulu? Uh, we watch it on on DVR. You should let her, if she missed the episode, let her watch it on Hulu. Don't be a, a bad parent. No, no, she watched it, but it's uh, the the scenes for the next episode. Oh, I see. Okay. So that that shouldn't it. Okay. I like the name Winter Soldier, but like when I think of Summer Soldier, I think of either a man's fragrance or a sausage. A sausage. Yeah, like summer. I don't know, like summer sausage. I guess. Oh, not not like summer. a man's sausage. No, a man's fragrance. <laughs> Or summer sausage, but not both. <laughs> <laughs> I think Winter Soldier is a weird name. It's like one of those things. It's kind of like War Machine, and I always say that it's, you don't go, "Hey, Winter Soldier, let's go out for pizza." What do you, you say? W S? I don't know. It's the same thing with like War Machine. Hey, War Machine, what time is it? You know, it just it it it, it doesn't flow because you know, like Captain America, you say, "Hey, Cap." That's true. I but guess you, you can call him War. Hey, War. Or, we'll call him Mac from Short for Machine. I don't know. Hey, Wind. If you say, 
If you say warm machine really fast, it sounds like you're saying warm machine. Yeah. Hey, warmy. Warm machine. He's such a warm machine. All right. Here's another question from card 23 Los, which is a little little outdated. He said, will there be anybody from Comic Vine at Kamikaze this year? <laughs> Oops. Jen was there for like like a couple hours, I think. And you were not there. there. No. You didn't go. I did not. I did not go. I've never been to Kamikaze. And I, I don't yeah, know. I went to the first two. I didn't feel the need to go this time. I mean, I, I, I've i always been to Long Beach. You know, This is their, their, their fifth year. Those are my homies, so. Yeah, I, I like the show. I like the convention hall. Uh, yeah, downtown uh, Long Beach is, is nice. It's a nice little area. You got the, uh, the Islands Burger place. You do. You have um, Hooters, California. where my son loves the wings. <laughs> uh, California Pizza Kitchen. That's how good a dad I am. He you loves. Take- he loves the hot wings so much that I take him to Hooters. Yeah, I've never been to Hooters. Father of the Year. What's up? I've, really? I've never, yeah. Well, let me just tell you. Um, the reason they're called Hooters is because they tend to hire women with breasts. I, I've heard that. Now, now, what happens? I what if a dude wants to be a, a food server? I believe I believe there there was some lawsuit over that because yeah. some, um, I guess, attention hungry fool wanted to work for Hooters, and so they couldn't they could not legally bar him from working there. It and seems it was, like, but you just incite people. Like, all I know is if I go to Hooters, look, I'm not looking. It's not a strip club, right? I'm there to eat. But, like, you go to Hooters and you know you're going to get served by uh, hopefully an attractive woman. It's just, you know, you can call me misogynist or what, but that's just part of going to Hooters. If a dude walks up and is like, yo, uh, my name is Harry, I'm going to take your order, I'm going to be like, where are your titties? <laughs> that's ridiculous. I, I would, I would, it, would, it would negatively affect the tip that you get because I feel like you're kind of a jerk for applying – for a job at Hooters, you know what I'm saying? Like if there was if there was a restaurant called Moose Knuckles, then go ahead apply to that one. Like like you know like then you know what you're getting. But so now, what about if, if if a woman wasn't or didn't meet the, the Hooters guidelines? No, they they, they hire uh, less uh, endowed women all the time. Okay. I don't think that's a problem at all. I've seen, you know, I've seen uh, women that I would probably classify as not particularly attractive. <laughs> or and or how, below how, how would that affect line. your tip? It didn't because I, I'm a 20% tipper unless you upset me, and I round up. So, you know, I usually, you know, I, I usually I was a waiter and I was a bartender and I was a busboy in my youth. And so um, I think if you've worked in that industry, then you oh, yeah. tend to be more sensitive to tipping. Exactly, yeah. I, I usually do 20% all the time. Although what, what I realize is like I, I think they always say you're, you're, you're supposed to tip off the, the – the, not the, the total amount. Like you're not supposed to include the, the tax when you're figuring it out. But I don't – I just take whatever the total is and – Yeah. What I do is I take the first number and uh, – Unless it's like and I round up, so if it's like fifty nine, I'll say it's sixty, and then I double, I double it, into, you know, so six dollars twice, yeah. yeah, bam. Yeah, we see people with like their little cards or calculators, like it's like 
That's my advanced method. Yeah, I mean that's basically what I do. It's like yeah, round to the nearest ten and then double it and take away zero. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, Nightwing Beyond. Has Nightwing a Beyond. Yeah, Nightwing Beyond. Oh, that's the name of the person's uh, handle. Yeah. Avatar. Is it handle? I don't know. I'm old. Uh, name? I don't know. Handle Tar. Um, he has two questions. He was wondering if anyone at Comic Vine would consider picking up the upcoming video game Young Justice Legacy. Have you heard about that game? Mm-mm. Are you into the gaming at all? You guys have no. gaming systems? Uh, I don't have the new ones yet. Okay. Well, we can talk about that in just a sec. So there's, there's, they're making a game based off of the Young Justice animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nightwing Beyond says, after two delays, the game is finally coming out November 19th. So that's this week, like when, when okay. people are listening to this. Yep. Um, Brandon Vietti and Greg Wiseman have stated on Twitter that the game does well. They can possibly do a sequel or tell more stories about Earth-16 through other mediums such as comics or animation. I would love it if Comic Vine would do a review for it at least to get the word out about the game since marketing for the game will likely be poor given the state of the Young Justice franchise. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really know much about the game. One thing that was uh, – maybe I, I shouldn't mention this part, but I actually was sent some images from um, from the game. And they're like, hey, here's some new screenshots. We're wondering if you want to post these on your site. And I'd be like, cool, I'd, I'd love to do that. You know, give it some promotion because you know you haven't heard a lot about this game. Yeah. But then I, I did a quick search, and like those images were released in the summer. So I'm like, hey, dude, these aren't new screenshots. Then he's like, oh man, he's like, I have to look into this. So I didn't post them because I'm not going to post images that have been up for you know a few months. So. I have no idea how how this game is going to be. Um, I don't think I'll be getting it this week since I just got the PlayStation 4 and spent all that money on that. And ah. I got a couple games. So, um, But speaking of PlayStation 4, there was apparently a man was shot dead over PlayStation 4. Yeah, people been shot dead over over shoes. So. Yeah. So this was in Orlando, Florida. So this is off of Kotaku. Now, is it, so that, would that be the Florida with the stand your ground law? I don't know. Hmm. But I if he's gonna get off. Um, he says two men were shot, one fatally, in the aftermath of a PS4 sale gone wrong. Now, how that? Like, what was wrong with the sale? All right. So it says authorities say um, Emmanuel Johnson, 25 had agreed to meet an unidentified 23-year-old man outside Orlando Police Headquarters. <laughs> this is taking place outside the police department. At 4.30 p.m. to buy the council from him. The meeting location was changed at the last minute, and that's where the shooting occurred. Johnson ended up shot dead. The unnamed 23-year-old was also hospitalized with gunshot wounds. Investigators don't believe anyone else was involved in the transaction or the shooting. Yeah, but was that just like a, a like a robbery gone wrong? Like I don't I don't know what does that have to do with the the, the PlayStation? It wasn't like it was two dudes fighting in line over the PlayStation. No, it like, it, that's it's, my console. It sounds like I mean just reading this this little short brief article here that someone somehow for some reason had a unit that they wanted to sell someone on the streets as they say 
and then something went wrong there. So maybe the one person didn't want to pay or didn't want to pay as much or yeah. – well, uh, Who was killed? Was the one – the buyer or the seller? Um, so this dude, Emmanuel Johnson, he agreed to meet the guy to buy the council from him. Okay. Johnson ended up – yeah, so the guy that was going to buy it was dead. Okay, that to me sounds like it was a setup from the beginning. It was a robbery setup, and the guy never had a console. Yeah, because originally it was supposed to take they, – they were going to do this outside a police station, and then at the yeah, last okay. minute they're like, oh, we're going to okay. change this. Okay, anytime you make like a, a shady deal with somebody and they change the location, that's a warning sign. I believe that's a, a class A red flag. But then the other guy was was, was shot too. So whether the the buyer was packing, or if he shot himself, or well, maybe they both were going to rob each other. So maybe it was like it was a couple of uh, shady characters who were going to attempt to uh, take advantage of the others, not knowing that the other one was not a mark. So it was two uh, villains involved. That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've, I haven't played a whole lot of. The PlayStation. No. Because, um, cause you know, it came out Friday, and I we we had date night because uh, my my daughter had a a birthday party mm-hmm. to go to, so it's not like you know, I can, hey hey wifey, let's let's play PlayStation. You know, right. so, so we didn't do that. And she was like, yes, and then let's go to the court and get a divorce. <laughs> now I only had one controller, no, but that's not the reason why. Yeah, and his, her name is wife. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh saturday um i i played because and then i got uh marvel lego because i figured that that's something you know my daughter can can play sure. yeah, yeah. and so i played a little bit then and we we played some yesterday and i have assassin's creed but i haven't even popped that in yet yeah your daughter will love it yeah it's pirates are <laughs> yeah so I, i've been so tempted since i I'm at home today. I was like, I was like well, maybe I go play it, but of, of course, you know, got a million things to do. So yeah, I don't have it yet. Um, See, I'm an Xbox guy, so I'm torn on what I'm going to do. See, I was always a PlayStation guy because I had, you know, I got through with the PlayStation One and and two and a three, but then I was like, well, maybe it, you know, so I, I got the the 360. I was like, you know, just a the the Working with a you know side by side bunch of video game guys, you know when we had that website, I was like you know it would probably be good to know what's going on. So you know I had the, the PS3 and the Xbox 360, but but now I don't know if I want to get the the Xbox. So you may just forego the Xbox altogether. Well, I mean considering I spent like you know 400 plus to get well, the, the, the PlayStation. Right. Plus it, you know, it doesn't games. it doesn't come with the game. No, no, they don't. They don't. Those days are long gone. Although I, th- I think there's some stuff available, like on the like bundles. Well, you you have to pay more for the bundles usually, at least in, in the beginning. You know, you're 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 essentially still paying for the game, maybe a slightly cheaper rate, but it's not like like when um, combat came with uh, Atari 2600. Or at least that's that's the game that came when, when I got the Atari. Uh, when I had the Atari, I think it was Pong came with that. I think it was Pong. Yeah. That's like the old days. Yeah, I can't remember. I see. All right. Uh, next question from Nightwing Beyond. He says, second question is regarding Nightwing's current predicament in Forever Evil. So you probably know a little bit about Forever Evil. I do. Um, you're, since you're involved in that 
that time period now with your rogues. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, what do you think all his purpose in this event is? Normally, I can follow Jeff John's plot strings for characters and stories, but I'm at a loss this time. Nightwing was was first set up as a sacrificial lamb. Then he became integral to Owlman's story. Then he became a wedge in Ultraman and Owlman's relationship. The function of the character seems to be changing with every issue, while every other character's function in the event was set by issue two. I know that you can't predict or spoil the future, but do you perhaps have any insight into what Jeff Johns is trying to convey with his use of Nightwing? Okay. This event? Can, can, can I argue that uh, that it's not changing so much as being revealed? Yeah, I would agree with that. That you know, we're, now we're starting to see things going on. I mean, he didn't, he didn't lay it all out in the beginning. You know, I mean, that was always the plan. Well, you we can assume that, but yeah, I would assume. No, I know I would, that. I know, I'm not assuming anything. I, I, I can tell you that was the plan. It wasn't like he just decided to change uh, the trajectory. That was the plan. Yeah. As far well, – from my perspective, I don't have any insight on this. Um, I don't know the purpose. I, and I have said it before. Um, you know, while I'm enjoying Forever Evil, I think it's you know interesting to see this play out. Mm-hmm. I don't I, – I think it's kind of crazy what's happening that – Nightwing's identity was revealed. Can I, can I give you a spoiler? If you want. Nightwing is going to become Damien. Okay. He's going to. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even, can't even come up with a comic book way that he's going to. He's going to jump into a, a rotted corpse with a big hole where. No, no, he he's, gonna ta- he's just going to take. The, he's going to shed. Dick Grayson is going to shed the Nightwing persona, and he's going to adopt Damien he's as his new persona. Walk around on his knees. Yes. So he looks like a ten-year-old. No, he's going to have surgery, so he's going to be cut off at the knees. <laughs> and he just won't have any knee joints. Just be... no, no, he will have new knee joints added, but they'll be, they'll, they're going to accidentally be put in backwards. Yeah, I, I imagine that there is a plan. You know, stuff's stuff's going on. Kyle Higgins has said that um, I think all that stuff happens. Or issue twenty-nine is is the last issue before. Whatever you know, forever evil hits. Yep. So I I would imagine that there is a plan for all this stuff that it, they've thought it all out, like what they're going to do. I just think it's crazy as a reader that you know the whole thing because I think it was like Lex Luthor. He's he's like like who's Dick Grayson? But you know it's it's not going to be that hard to figure out. Oh, Dick Grayson. You know he he was living with Bruce Wayne and you know Wayne Enterprises and Batman Incorporated and. Which, which that if they do go back to that, which it almost seems like they wouldn't refer to Batman Inc. since that's kind of done, but that that could be a way to to show how Dick Grayson got involved with that and not put the blame on Bruce Wayne as being Batman or you know that association. True. So I don't know. I, I just think it's crazy because I really like Nightwing. I think he's, you know he's he's a cool character, and I, I wish I Nightwing had a belt though. That really bugs the crap out of me, man. <laughs> Why the, is that? the unitard, just the unitard look, it just drives me insane. Yeah, I think we talked about this because I said the Flash doesn't have a belt, and you're like, well, he's got the the lightning bolt yes. thing, but it's it's not really a belt. It's it, just it, se- it separates the top from the bottom. But it's we still a one piece. It's a one piece. It doesn't suit. matter. It doesn't matter. It separates the top from the bottom. It's one piece. It's not separated. It separates the top from the bottom. It doesn't look like a unitard. So, because Nightwing doesn't have a belt, he deserves what's getting beat up. And I didn't say that. It just bothers me. <sighs> you maybe he doesn't wear a belt because he wants to 
he doesn't want the belt to get in the way when he shows his butt off. All I need is for a lot, two lines to go across his midsection. That's all I need. Well, you know, he used to have a belt. He used to have shorts. The little boy shorts. The little booty shorts? Yeah. He used to wear you mean as, as Robin? Yeah. No, I'm talking about Nightwing. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying he, he, he wore a, a belt and shorts. Now yeah, he's like. He had, he had no pants. <laughs> but that was the problem. See, he had to put on a shirt. He had to put on the shorts. He had to put on the belt. He had to put on the cape. He had to put on the little pixie boots. And then he had to put on the mask. He's like, this is too much work. If I just wear a one-piece suit, I can put it on and jump out the window and ready for action. So he saves more lives without having a belt. Spider-Man is, is like a onesie, but at least it has the image of a, of a belt in the way the costume is designed. Uh, I'm he, fine with it. He's been shown so many times like that the, it's – it's separate that he's wearing like a shirt and pants and even was wearing like socks and that, you know, so there's, it's also and the gloves. So his, his suit really comes in pieces, but yeah, you don't see these other guys, how, how they, they get changed all the time. Yeah. I mean, I guess, the, you know, Batman uses the bat pole, okay. which will, we will be extensively showcasing in our detective run. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of Batman, Batman404 says this question is for me and anyone in earshot. So I guess that's you. Okay. Um, when attending cons across country, do you ever purchase self-published comics or comics produced by very small companies? Do you? Uh, I, can, I can answer that is I do not. But I very, very rarely leave. Um, yeah, you're right, I, have, you're... I have before. I think on one occasion I did. But I very rarely leave my table, and I'm usually, you know, like so preoccupied with what I have to do next that uh, I, I don't really check out the uh, the tables. But I'm in a different position than you are. I, I would hope that you uh, that you do so. This the thing is, I mean, sometimes I, I not as often as as I would like, because um, usually at the shows, it it's going like from appointment to appointment when I'm not just hanging out at your table. Yeah, people give me stuff. Like they'll come by and they'll drop off their stuff. Yeah, and and I I get a lot of like emails, like PDFs, like oh, check this out and check this out, and it, it gets to be so many where I I can't check them out. Um, if I so, remember to read it, I will. But a lot of times they get they get just end up getting locked away in my art supplies, and then I don't see it again until I'm at the next con, and then I don't have time to read it. Yeah, yeah. and 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 for me the other thing is is I I can't really buy a lot of stuff because you got to take it back with you. You know, you got to try to find sure. find a space. And you know, not have to worry about your luggage being too heavy and all that. Right. So the reason um, Batman 404 asks, he says, I was, and maybe you can have some insight on this as a, a self-publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I was thinking about putting out a comic at a con next year to knock it off my bucket list, but I'm not sure what a good price point is. I don't care about making a profit, but I don't want to take a big loss either. I also don't want to be stuck with a large inventory at the end of the con, so coming up with a good price is key. So what would you pay for a 12- or 24-page comic? I can't decide if I want to do one 12-page comic, two completely different 12-page stories in one book, or one 24-page single-story comic. It would well, I mean, what is it, what's the price point on the printing? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I finished the question. I yeah. Um, this is a long question, yeah. It would have art on par with a good image book, and I – 
if I choose a story, the two-story book, it would have two different artists. Printing costs will help determine if it's colored unless I determine that color will simply sell better. So what would you pay for a complete unknown product that looks good at a glance and the idea piques your interest? Look, people will pay three dollars. You know, they'll pay three dollars for it. I wouldn't put it at four dollars. If you want to move them, make it a dollar or two if you can afford to do so. Um, like, you know, there's a lot of factors. How much are you paying for it? How much are you willing to lose? What are you What are you planning to do with it? You know what I mean? Like, you said you don't want to lose your shirt, but uh, uh, you know, you have to understand that it's an uphill battle to to you know separate yourself from all the other uh, noise out there uh, with all the other creators and people with with more stylish names. You know. So uh, do it because you love it, not because you want to make money. You know. Yeah, because the other thing I always tell people, you know, if if you can put stuff online, you know, do a web comic or make it available there, you won't make any money. But if you're looking at trying to build up your portfolio or get you know your stuff out there, people will see it. Yeah. What what you know? What is your end game? If it's just for for your bucket list, then you know, print out an ash can like 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 you know like. Going to a vanity printer, it's probably going to cost you, um, I would say, maybe you know, like three or four dollars to, to print an issue if, you, if you're doing a small run. Like, and I don't recommend that you do a large run because the last thing you want to do is have five thousand copies of a book that's not going to sell. You know, it's going to be really hard to move those books, and then you got to store them, and you know, so so. You know, know that you're doing this because of your love of comics and you want to knock it off your bucket list, not because you think that you're going to write the next Walking Dead and you're going to make a bazillion dollars because that's that's so rare. You know, so we have to be realistic about our expectations. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about one more question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this is from S Wagner zero one seven. You've you've talked to that guy before. Okay. Yeah. Um, he says. Hey, I was wondering if you have a favorite Elseworlds story for either DC or Marvel. I think Marvels were called What If. I'm personally a fan of the three – now, I don't know about this. He was a fan of the three-part miniseries Flashpoint, not to be confused with the Flashpoint event that spiraled in the New 52 universe. So I don't know. I can't think of a a Flashpoint um, three-part miniseries, and I don't know if he's saying this was at Marvel or DC. Well, if you don't know, you think I'm going to know? Because <laughs> I, I tried looking it up um, right before the podcast. I saw this, <laughs> this question. I, if you type in – there's like all those Flashpoint um, like one sh- like tie-in stories, like the three-issue miniseries and all that. Right. So, so I, I couldn't find another point, another story called Flashpoint. But as far as favorite Elseworld or what-if story, do you have any? Uh how about what if Jean Grey stayed dead? There probably wasn't one of those. You're making it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you, mean like that, you mean that ever existed? Um, yeah. Oh, uh, my favorite one of all time is what if, what if Jean Grey uh, had not died. Okay. And then there was also uh, what if uh, Wolverine killed the Hulk. I remember that one pretty well. Yeah. The, what if used to be really good? I used to like those those old ones. Yeah. And then it, it got to the point where it was like like everyone dies, everything's horrible. Like, well, that's what happened in the in the, in the Jean Grey one. What if, if she dies, she ends up becoming Dark Phoenix, and she kills everything. Yeah, that was probably my favorite. It's, it seems like that's what happens. So, it, so even if they take this one bad thing, it's like by changing that one bad thing, things are going to get like a million times worse. So you have to well, be happy that that one bad thing happened. Right. It's like, hey, let's justify why we made the choices we made. Yeah. 
But I, I guess that's the difference with the Elseworlds books is those usually tend to be a little – sometimes a little more upbeat because mm-hmm. you, you like, like – uh, I always think of, of um, Gotham by Gaslight, the Mike mm-hmm. Mignola Batman book where mm-hmm. that was just like in a, in a different time period. So right. it's like you know it wasn't like because Batman lived in that time period the world blew up. Right. So and there's also there is a there is a Elseworlds book where um Batman became Green Lantern. So, really? So that was kind of interesting. I think I'm pretty sure it was Batman. Not like I remember reading it on a way to Long Beach maybe 2 years ago. I remember reading it again. It was like an older one. Was it was it like uh like uh he gets the lantern as a kid or? Uh, I'm I'm trying to think back to it. I, I think it might have been or or maybe I, I don't even remember now if it was. Um, I'm trying to think of what the name of it was. If it was. You know my favorite one. What if Bruce Wayne was named Dwayne? That was my favorite one. And what happened? I don't know. He, he would be in a different world. Did he say hey hey hey? You didn't get it. Oh. oh yeah, different world. <laughs> but did you get mine? I did, I did. And no one else. Boom, 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 right? I a couple weekends ago, I was I was playing. Uh, me and my daughter were just just sitting, and um, so I took out my phone and we're like looking at theme songs. Mm-hmm. On YouTube, like, sure. and so he showed her that one, and I showed her a clip from the show because then you got you got to show her like rerun dancing. Of course, so she said, yeah, yeah. They don't make TV like that anymore. They don't. Now it's all it's either um, reality shows or I don't know what else. Are you gonna lament right now? Are you gonna like they devolve into like a melancholy uh, state? No, because I think it's time to go. I know you got a lot of stuff to do. I do. Why are you wasting my time with this nonsense? Uh, uh, what's happening? Do you remember? Then there was what's happening now. I did. I did. They, really, they continued they it. Back. Basically, the guys needed jobs again, and so yeah. they brought them back. Yeah. Different strokes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. On behalf of Roger and uh, what's his sister's his sister's name? D. And D. Shirley and Shirley and Dwayne and Rerun and Mama. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember what her name was. They called her Mama. Yeah, Mama. It's been a pleasure, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's see. We're in November. You have no Black Bat. You have Iris coming out this month. I've got Iris. Rogues is about to come out. Rogues two. All right. Here's twenty five. You know, here's my problem with with the Rogues. So the solicit to Rogues Five just came out. Yeah. And it, it, they don't have a cover for that. DC included the cover to issue two. Well, the reason why that is is because uh, it's a big spoiler, secret explosion. I can't really tell you. I mean, it, it's Wally West's it's just, cover. It's just it was there was a cover that was that was drawn, but. Uh, I had to shuffle some things around uh, story-wise to make my story work uh, in, a, in a specific way, and so uh, there's a more important character in issue five than um, I had originally planned uh, for that issue, and so it would make no sense to do a cover to show a cover that didn't have that character on the cover. 
so there wasn't time to have that cover done. So that's why they did it. So I, I only asked because I I posted the um the solicits and someone someone's like you posted the wrong cover and I'm like I posted what DC sent to me. So you mean if somebody went online to try <laughs> they and they did it in a, in a nice way. Oh, okay. So they just like hey you posted the wrong cover I'm like that's what they gave me sorry. So um yeah we'll have to look for the rogues we'll look for Iris and then Black Bat December. Oh, we also have that, that book called The Flash. Flash 25. 25. It's the final one. It's going to be sad. Yeah. And then 26 is not going to be written by myself you. or Francis. I think it's Crystal Gage. Yeah. And, and then, then 27, I'm back. With Patrick Because For three issues only, guys. It's just when you shot. thought you were done, they pulled you back in. They pulled me back in, yeah. Or just when you they thought you were done, you're like, hey, yeah. let me come back. And let me just tell that one uh, that one really positive message board person, uh, Wally's not in it, so um, you can start hating early. Okay, get yeah. get those comments ready. Have them get ready those, to re- ready to roll. Those hate words, get them all ready. Mm, I can right. feel it. So you can have them set set because now, like in like at least on Facebook, you can schedule things to go what, up yeah what i like to do is i like to actually uh prepare all my hate words uh over the weekend and then i freeze them and then i just take them out as i need them during the week you so know you pull a, them out like you know a, I mean? your arsenal yeah your bag of of comments so yeah it's like mm, i'll use this one <laughs> all right brian thank you all right until so next I will, time. i'll see you this weekend Yes, so sir. people in the Long Beach area, if there's still tickets available, I'm not sure. If, if, you should come by and say hello. I'll have a yeah. table. I'll be there, yeah, and it'll I'll, be fun times. And I'll probably Funsies. be there. <laughs> I'll probably be there. That's I ho- hope you have two chairs. Yes. Although there's always – a lot of times there's someone else sitting there. So and you know, like, I, think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to perpetuate uh, the rumor that we're having a, a sexual relationship. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. Maybe, maybe Bleeding Cool will pick that up. Yeah, hope so. Hope so. <laughs> Maybe Dick, Dick Johnson, is that his name? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Hey, everyone. So that was the 52nd episode. So check out everything that Brian's doing. Again, if you were in the Long Beach area, make sure you go there and talk to Brian. And if you see me, say hello. If you have questions, you can go to the general forum. Look for the Ask G-Man video questions thread. You can go on Twitter. Um, hashtag AskGman, which I didn't check that this time. And uh, I should be back next week with someone else, unless Brian wants to come back again. We'll see. Um, so I'll talk to you guys soon. There will not be a podcast this Friday because I will be on a plane going to Long Beach. So I apologize for that. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Good night. So, so my question, my is, question is, is, could it be? We don't, we don't know. know. And I would like to ask like you which comic book does affect the most emotional relationship. That's the question. Don't shake your head. I love Alan This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I, I, I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. <laughs>